On the line, I've got Dr. Rebecca Carey from the University of Tasmania, who happens to be a volcanologist. Hello, Rebecca. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Now, we've got a bit of an issue over here in Bali in the West. Well, you know, there are people all over Australia, actually, who are stuck in Bali. Uh, They're trying to get home or maybe they uh, booked flights to go to Bali and they can't get there because the airport is shut down. When it comes to volcanoes, really, how long is a piece of string? I mean, how long do you expect this to go on for and cause disruption? Do we have any idea whatsoever? Because I think last time it went off back in 1963 or something like that when 1,100 odd people were killed, it uh, was like this for about six months. So how long do you reckon it's going to last? Do you have any idea? You're studying it? You're following it? (laughs) Yeah, so the when, the how long and the how big is really difficult to predict for volcanologists, even with the most... Um, technology savvy equipment that we have today Uh, so the best way that we can predict what will happen in the future is by looking at the geological rock record so what's happened in the past from this volcano and there have been two significant events in the last couple hundred years and interestingly enough they've both been really complex events with multiple phases that have lasted for months to years So so based on the idea that the past is a good predictor for the future activity of a gong, it seems that potentially this is just a precursory phase of ash venting and eruptive activity that could last for a month. Wow, this could go on for quite some time. Not only will it affect people's holiday plans and things like that, but it will also affect uh, Bali and the tourist trade over there as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's a whole host of of different aspects to this eruptive event. Firstly, uh, the the economic impacts associated with tourism, but also importantly, economic impacts associated with the people who live on Bali, who uh, live from the land. And so even with this small amount of ash venting that's put ash on their agricultural crops, it's probably significant enough that it's destroyed at least this season's worth of growing. Wow, that's uh, very sad. I saw in the news the other night when it combined with the ash, combined with the rains. I mean, it's just this uh, these flowing rivers have looked like concrete. It just looks terrible, doesn't it? Yeah, so that's what we call lahars, which are volcanic mud flows. Unfortunately now uh, in Bali, this is the beginning of the rainy season, so the volcanic ash venting coupled with the rain is driving very rapid remobilisation of that ash and that comes down the river valleys. And so so housing and agriculture that is in these valleys uh, can be destroyed. It's actually hazardous to the community themselves. Yeah. Now, when we look at, we hear things like uh, the term super volcano, like under Yellowstone National Park in the States. Uh-huh. Where does Mount Agung sort of sit in this range of, uh, you know, volcano? It's just an ordinary volcano, a small volcano. It's a large one. It's a super one. Where does it sit? Do you have any idea? Yeah. So most of your listeners are probably very um, aware of the Richter scale, which is a magnitude scale for which we try and illustrate the power of earthquake activities. With volcanic eruptions, we have a similar scale, which we call the Volcanic Explosivity Index, and that ranges from zero to eight. Now, supervolcano eruptions like Yellowstone or Taupo Volcano in New Zealand, they have these very high magnitude eruptions, but they are very infrequent. So, so V, what we call VEI eight, Agung, its past activity has been at VEI level five which is equivalent 
to the Mount St Helens eruption in 1980. Yeah, it's still up there. It's still up there, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's one order of magnitude less than the eruption of Pinatubo volcano in 1991. Wow, that's uh, yeah, it's still up there. Listen, uh, Rebecca, would you, as a person, would you be going to Bali? Well, I think people need to make their own decisions based on whether they can afford extra time in Bali if they can't come back to Australia because of the flight cancellations. So for me in particular, I have teaching commitments and family commitments, and so I would not be prepared to have my travel plan modified. In terms of safety, if tourists keep within the, the tourist areas and do not go into those evacuated zones or red zones or river valleys around the volcanoes, they're they're effectively very safe. Rightio. Dr Rebecca Carey from the University of Tasmania, volcanologist, thank you very much for your insight on that. Have a great day, Rebecca. Yes, you too. Interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. From the inside cover, over at the West Australian, it's Ben O'Shea. Uh, yes, it is. Very good morning, mate. How are you? G'day, Blackers. How you doing? Good, thank you, mate. Good, thank you. What's going on at inside cover? Hey, how's your quirkiness? <laughs> yeah, good. Well, what, what's going on is not so much inside cover. It's what's going on at the ABC. Oh. Uh, all sorts of rumours are swirling around Auntie this week, uh, and I've been reporting on a few of them. So... Uh, now, uh, you watch the ABC News, you see the nightly bulletin down there? Yeah, no, I normally watch ABC 24 because it's sort of, uh, you know, you know, I watch it in the morning and sort of do it across the day because it's sort of uh, live. Oh, yeah, keep <laughs> you know what I mean. Day, keep your fingers on the pulse. <laughs> That's right. Well, it, the, the, uh, the early morning bulletin on uh, ABC 24 is, is broadcast from Perth. Uh, hosted by uh, one James McHale, yep. uh, who also who also is the anchor on the nightly bulletin. Yeah. Well, I got a whisper yesterday that the ABC might be moving on from James, uh, oh. which does, is does you know, James normally, know? It, no, is James no. aware of the rumor? Because there's no. nothing worse than these sorts of rumors if you don't know about them and you're sort of caught, you know. Well, exactly. And the thing is, normally, you know, we work in the media; we know how it goes. That usually these sort of things uh, happen if there's, you know, a dip in the ratings or something like that. Yeah. But uh, the strange thing about it is the ABC ratings are so consistent. They probably haven't changed in ten years because yeah. uh, you know you got, you got the, the people who just tune into the ABC oh, every night. The ABC community is just rusted on. You can't get rid of them. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. there's nothing in the ratings to suggest that change is necessary. Uh, I spoke to the news director at the ABC and. Uh, and said that I'd heard this rumour and you could have heard a pin drop for about <laughs> 10 seconds. Uh, and then he said that, uh, oh, look, there's, there's, there's no lineup changes planned at this stage, which is, you know... Which is, at this that. stage means that day that you're actually asking me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't exactly. necessarily mean the day after <laughs> or next exactly. week. <laughs> but, uh, but ABC watchers, who are no doubt will be familiar with all the personalities in there, yeah. uh, I hear that uh, Pamela Medlin, who, who reads the weekend news, uh, could be in with a shot. And look, it might be a mutual thing. If it, goes, if it comes to pass, uh, James has got, has got a lot of interest outside of, uh, of the media. He was a lawyer by trade. He might, he might want to go back to law. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's also a wedding celebrant and uh, has, has done theatre and stuff as well. So, got a few hats. You know, yeah, he wears multiple hats, and maybe he's, he's the uh, the media hat's not fitting as well as it used to. Rightio, fair enough. What else is going on? Well, fishing. Every, a lot of people love fishing. Me too. Uh, but if, for disabled people, you know, it's not always the easiest thing in the world to do. 
uh, and the uh, the state government before the uh, well the McGowan uh, government before the election promised to boost funding to a a program that helps disabled people go fishing. It was kind of lost in all of the metro net promises and billion dollars yep. uh, throwing around here and there. Uh, but uh, but they've come good yesterday, and uh, and Fisheries Minister Dave Kelly has said that the government's going to uh, chip in a hundred grand a year uh, for this program called Fishability, uh, which is which is being used by 2,800 uh, people around the state with disabilities. Help them go fishing uh, with volunteers, uh, including down in Bunbury. So uh, if you're interested in that, uh, uh, anybody listening out there, head to the Department of Fisheries website and and search for Fishability. Fishability, that's great news. Good on you, mate. Thank you very much for that. We'll catch you next week. Good on you, Blackers. <laughs> Eight questions and 60 seconds to get them all right. Triple M's 838. PRE & Co, your local dining experience. PRE&Co.com.au Oh, very good morning, Steve from Australand. How are you, buddy? Morning, Blackers. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. I reckon you get a fair crack at this. <laughs> well, I gave you, the, gave you the first question. I mean, that's a, that's a walk-up they're, they're start. All, they're all easy, apparently, <laughs> someone told me. All right, well, we'll see. Aaron, Aaron gets these questions together. Aaron, uh, I do my best. You make them uh, pretty easy. Sometimes I go to him. No, that's not right, mate. <laughs> that has happened before too. <laughs> that's not the answer to that question. <laughs> well, that's not the question to that answer. Okay. Now, if you get one wrong, it's all over. If uh, you're not sure, you can pass. If we get back to it, uh, you'll uh, have time to do that. All right. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> question number one for two fifty to spend at Piatti and Co. What is the date of the first day of summer? 1st of December. What is the largest bone in the human body? It is the female. Oh, yes. Pretty Woman, Notting Hill, Ocean's Eleven, all feature. Which Hollywood A-lister? Uh, Hugh Grant. Oh, Pretty Woman, Pretty Woman. Oh, woman, oh, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Oh, mate, I'm sorry. Oh, bugger. Ocean's Eleven. Hugh, Hugh wasn't. You were just thinking about Notting Hill. You weren't thinking I about... Was. You yeah. weren't thinking about Ocean's Eleven or Pretty Woman. Mate, can you do yeah. us a favour and ring back sort of tomorrow or the day after or something? Mate, I'd love to. I, I, really, I really think you deserve another crack at it, all right? All right. All right, Steve. Have a, have a great day, mate. Thanks, mate. See, See you. Ya. Bye-bye. Yes, the 8.38. It'll be back tomorrow morning after uh, 8.30. <laughs> right here on the Southwest Triple M. Jeez, I'd love to give it away by the end of the week, really. Yeah. Seriously, would. Oh, it's gettable. <laughs> it's gettable. <laughs> 